Monster Killer Horror Theater. Oh! Oh, oh! And tonight, <laughs> we really have a frightening movie for you tonight, kids. This is really going to be scary. I'm not kidding you this time. This movie is called Blood-Sucking Monkeys from West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. And it's really good, so I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's take a look at this movie. It's really going to scare the daylights out of you. All right, Ron. Uh, this is a scary moment because we didn't have audio, and uh, you're claiming it was the witches or the goblins or something did it, but... Uh, yeah, I think so. I was coming in off of a scary, uh, scary theme that you, I don't think you heard. I'm not sure if you heard that, but. Uh, no, I did not hear it. No. So. You played some scary music? I played a scary intro from a TV show called SCTV years ago. Oh. Uh, anyway, so I guess that's our theme. You know, we've been talking about um, this small time of year as we enter into darkness and i know i'm coming off of just finishing taking a course on angels and the supernatural okay um, so ron how did we get to this hallows eve or we get to this period where you know we have these all these decorations in our neighborhoods how did, how did yeah. we get here you know what kevin it's really amazing uh, i saw uh, a number about how much money was spent on decorations across the country. And it was very, very high. It was the second most decorated uh, holiday in the whole year next to Christmas. So, you know, why, why are people putting this stuff on the lawns? Is it just because, well, that's what we do? Or is there something deeper going on here? Uh, just looking up some research, uh, we know going back centuries, uh, especially in the British Isles and Ireland and part of Scotland, this time of the year was the end of the harvest. And so winter was coming. And so there was this natural fear that people had uh, that, you know, this could be the end of their lives. Uh, would, would the sun come back. So they had to wait till the, the solstice in December to see that. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, it seems that uh, they had these bonfires. Uh, and those bonfires were supposedly to chase away those evil spirits. Uh, and they used that uh, to bring light into their homes and so forth. Uh, and we have uh, that uh, continuing then, especially in England. Uh, but eventually, Christianity overcomes some of this. And they were all, Christianity was always good at this, replacing some of the fearful stuff with something more positive. So we have the Feast of All Hallows' Eve, or Halloween, and All Saints' Day at this time, probably uh, to compensate for uh, those issues and to give people something more positive to think about. Not bad spirits, but the people who have gone ahead and did wonderful things in the name of the Lord. The saints, good people. And um, they picked up on that. But somehow this whole issue continued, I think, to spin uh, 
out through the centuries. And so while it's harvest time, you can understand the display of pumpkins and so forth. But all this negativity, you know, on the lawns, right. uh, it's, it's, it's frightening what people put out there. Skeletons, tombstones, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I'd love to interview some of these folks who uh, have these displays, and they're not cheap, by the way. Some of those um, displays that uh, inflate at night could cost as much as $100. So there must be some money out there that people have, and they have to do this. Do they do it for kids? Do they want to be scared? Uh, so that's the negativity here, but let's talk about the positivity. Now, um, interestingly enough, uh, my running buddy who's made it into a few of these podcasts, she asked me one day, it was just out of the blue, she said, well, Kevin, do you believe in evil or evil spirits or, you know, the devil, essentially? And I said, well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's founded in our Catholic faith. I said, but you know, Amy, I said, you know, I, if, there's, if there's, I believe, and I answered it this way. I said, well, I didn't say, yeah. I said, well, you know, Amy, I said, I believe there's a lot of good in the world. I believe there's, there are angels in the world. And if we think about our creed, we stated every time we say, I believe in the visible and the invisible. So we believe that there are angels, the angels that we know about are Gabriel and Raphael um, and St. Michael. Um, those are the angels we know, of, but we know there are multitudes of angels. There's choirs of angels. We know each one of us has a guardian angel. Um, so that's the good side, right? But I think my take on it, Ron, with all of this decoration is, is one of the things that this class I picked up on is there's an undue fascination or drawing to, this, to the evil side, to the dark side, if you will. I mean, I, there's one thing to poke, make fun of it and poke fun of it, kind of a feel to it. And I think that's kind of like whistling in the graveyard. But there's, if it borders to an undue fascination, then we're focusing too much on the negative and not turning away from that and really turning towards God. Because that's what the devil wants, right? He wants us to have this undue fascination with the evil side and turn away from God. That's right. kind of my take on it. And you know what, Kevin, we have to be very clear. <laughs> that the principle of evil and God are not equal. Uh, you know, like the devil is equal to God? No, absolutely right. not. Right, right. Uh, you know, God is all good and loving and caring. Uh, so evil comes into the world uh, because of choices, choices that people make and the choice that the evil one made uh, if you again read the scriptures, you find out that uh, in the book of Revelation, there was this so-called battle uh, among the spirits. So that fourth dimension in which we would have uh, angels or messengers, uh, apparently there was some kind of test as to uh, their loyalty, especially when they were uh, made aware of the incarnation. Uh, that's kind of what I've read, and many of them uh, thought that for God to respond to human beings by taking on our human nature was bypassing them or negative to them, and they rebelled. Um, 
And so that, that is often is what is shared here. Uh, you know, that they turned away right. and didn't want to accept that. Because they had free wills too, to Correct. choose. Yeah, um, much so like the fourth, we do. Yeah. yeah, the fourth dimension can be out there. We don't know a lot about that other dimension. Scriptures attest to it, but there's no reason why it can't be out there and it can have some influence. Uh, there, our faith has been documented with saints who have either come to battle with against evil, uh, and then there's they have also have had saints that have come to them to their aid. I mean, Catherine of Siena, you know, she talked about um, people that would turn away from God. You know, she felt strength and would never feared the devil. In fact, laughed at him uh, physically. You know, out loud would just laugh at the devil because she knew she couldn't be touched as long as her faith in God was there. Um, she, she called him the, the pickpocketer because she's always, she called him the pickpocketer. Um, and there's instances of, of Padre Peel. And he was, he basically was physically manhandled by evil spirits and uh, was always tested. Um, but his strength came in his faith. And I think we shouldn't fear um, the evil one because of our faith. As long as our faith is there and strength, we turn, turn towards God. Um, there was a story of one of the desert fathers. I think it was, um, oh, jeez, uh, of, of, of Egypt, which I'm trying to say. Anthony, Anthony? Anthony, of, Anthony, yes. Thank you, Ron. Okay. All that's right. Why, that's why I had you on this podcast, for the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Not the only reason, Ron. <laughs> so, seeing Anthony, he was going out into the desert. And he saw the devil on a parapet. He saw the devil and he was um, facing the desert. And he asked, so he's asked the, the devil, said, why are you facing the desert? And why are you watching the desert and not the city? And he said to St. Anthony, he says, well, I have those souls. It's you are the ones that are trying to fight, you know, something fighting me in the desert, the desert fathers. Those are the souls I'm after. So, um, so we shouldn't fear evil. We should turn towards uh, towards our angels for assistance. Uh, and I don't think we should have this crazy undue fascination uh, with it. Um, I think there's an extent, even to the extent, you know, think about decorating. When you see some of these homes, um, you're decorating for Christmas. If in the next day, your Christmas tree is thrown out. It's like, well, you, yeah. you're not getting the holiday because it's not over yet. Uh, so if it just becomes a decorating for its sake in and of itself, um, you know, there's no meaning there. There's no substance behind it. You know, I, I, I really believe in this, and it works for us if we just understand it. Anticipation, celebration, and the afterglow. So for an example, if you're gonna make a trip somewhere, let's say to a famous city or uh, some Caribbean destination, you build up the anticipation before you go. You read pamphlets, look at pictures, and you just can't wait. But you have to wait until you actually go there. And then you're there, and then you see it. 
And then you come home afterward and you have the memory and maybe you have the pictures too. We've lost that, I think, in terms of these celebrations of holidays. So uh, Christmas starts on Thanksgiving and ends on the 26th of December. Right. We've, lo we've lost that uh, notion of anticipation, celebration, and then enjoy the afterglow of it. We're too much in a hurry to do everything. You know, pumpkins went out and these scary things went out October, October 1st. Yeah. They did. Yeah. So, you know, I, this needs some kind of conversion. You know, St. Teresa of Avila, there was uh, talking about saints. The devil caused some sort of picture of Jesus to be shown to her. And she knew that it was the devil because she said, you're showing me a picture of Jesus and he has no wounds. Hmm. So that's how she distinguished between what was real and what was not. Um, but uh, so you took these, these classes and uh, what else did they share with you, Kevin? So it was uh, actually tonight is going to be the last night, and a lot was you know the the different types of angels that that uh, God essentially created, and it was a commentary. One of the things that struck me is he's it was somewhere along the lines of people would treat each other differently if you knew that their guardian angel was beside them the whole time. And I just for some, and I've just been dwelling on that comment, that statement. And so, if you knew everyone is loved by God, uh, no matter who they are, uh, and they have a guardian angel, and we would treat everyone differently. There's a commentary yesterday in the class about, well, when do you get your guardian angel? And that was so. There's been just a lot of discussion over that. Of well, maybe it's at the inception, maybe it's at birth, maybe it's at baptism. And that was like, who gets a guardian angel? Is it just Christians or Catholics? No, everyone gets a guardian angel. And just that thought, just that notion of, you know, you see people walking around and you're like, well, there's, 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 there's guardian, there's angels out there. Um, yeah, and, and we, we see, you know, we tend to see them as these figures with wings, but that's, right. that's not the, a, a true picture. That's just the idea that they can move about in that dimension in which they are. There was that television uh, series that went on with Della Reese for a, quite a while. Oh yeah. Uh, and I thought that was very well done because that gave you a picture of the reality. These were people who accompanied folks. Right. They were, they were visible, uh, but you know, they were there to help, to guide, yep. to console. Um, it, and I thought it really presented that whole notion of this uh, fourth dimension of the angels in a way that was uh, relevant and realistic to look at. I thought so. It, yeah. We're, we're left with our free will ultimately because the angels will be there to guide us. They'll be there when, and there was a commentary of, well, are they there when we sin? You know, and there's a lot of discussion uh, about that. Um, and certainly they're there to guide us, but they're not going to necessarily stop us from doing something that our will uh, is going to, what we're going to do is what we're going to do, right? Um, 
So there may be impediments. Uh, there may be, you know, all of a sudden your car may not start when you're trying to get into your car at late night and maybe go and do something that you shouldn't be doing. Um, and all of a sudden your car may not start. So there may be impediments. Um, and I don't think we should necessarily be dwelling, always looking for those. But uh, I think praying to uh, our guardian angel and asking them for assistance and asking them to when we are uh, feeling that we are vulnerable um, and asking for that assistance, I think is a good thing. You know, as we uh, came to the end of September and the beginning of October, we had these uh, feast days uh, of the archangels and then the guardian angels. And for some reason or other, I did a lot of extra reading around this at the time. And I thought, okay, I have this special helper. Let's put that helper to work. And so I, you know, I just, and I'm still doing it today. Right. I'm asking for help. I've, I've prayed asking my guardian angel to go and talk to somebody else's guardian angel to help them. And that was true with a cousin of mine uh, who lived on the West Coast and he was dying from stomach cancer. And I prayed that my angel would talk to his angel to help him. Now he didn't cure, he wasn't cured, but we had wonderful conversations <clears throat> about the end of life and uh, what life would be beyond it. I wouldn't say he was, uh, you know, too much into Christianity, but it was there when we discussed, and he went back to episodes in his life when he went to Sunday school. He was baptized as a Lutheran, and uh, he told me about those classes and things that he had remembered, uh, and that brought a lot of peace to him. And even on the last night, the night he died, he couldn't respond to me. But I kept repeating to him, I said, Ken, you're in good hands. Remember, life is changed, not ended. Trust it. Trust it as you move on. And I was praying to his guardian angel to help him. And his wife told me afterwards, she said, you know, his, your words to him were very consoling. And he listened to them that night. And that brought him some peace. Uh, and he was able to let go. So uh, I think there is something to this. It's not some kind of weird thing or right. fan fantasy. Right. I think it's, it's another dimension that relates to us. And who's to say that that can't be? Right. And of course, we have that in scripture and we have it in the church teaching. Um, and I think we just need to make it real for ourselves and recognize we have another helper on the road. Yep. It's very attractive, it is. Very compelling. Ron, how about, uh, what are your thoughts for a prayer tonight? Well, here's the, here's the one I'm thinking of. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom his love commits me here, ever this day be at my side to light and guard, to rule, and guide. Amen. Amen. Ron, and a blessing, please. And may Almighty God bless us, protect us, and guide us, and take away some of these unnatural fears that we have, knowing that God is for us, 
and surrounds us with these wonderful helpers. And may God's blessing then upon all of our listeners, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Bless. Thanks, Ron. Ron, and we're Thanks, Kevin. Have a have a good rest of your day. And we're going to finish with an old TV show that I used to watch, the audio from it. It was called Creature Features. It was on WGN. It ran from 1970 to 76. They had this really weird intro, but it was always scare me. And uh, if I knew what I know now, I wouldn't be so afraid of the Wolfman, so to speak. So, <laughs> everyone have a happy fall harvest, a happy Halloween, a happy Saints Day, a happy uh, All Souls Day. Ron, right. take care. Have a great evening. Thank you, Kevin. Bye Take now. care. WGN Television, Channel 9, Chicago.